Bung bung. It's Claytron, uh, the big boss man, back again uh, with another episode. Uh, episode 12 of Welcome to the Party. Um, and uh, I have I have more uh, more plugs. Um, Motherload Nuggetaria. So Motherload is Mother L O D E. Nuggetaria is Nugget A R. I A, look them up on um, Instagram. Uh, they will be frying up some delicious chicken nuggets at the Royal Croquet Club this year in Adelaide. Um, come festival season, uh, so about March Fringe Festival. So get around Motherload Nuggetaria for for a bite to eat. And uh, welcome back to the uh, welcome to the podcast show and. Uh, it's uh, the big boss bear driving you home. Um, so, uh, how about we get straight into this? How's this for a headline? Pentagon reportedly re- weighing using nukes in response to large cyber attacks. So, here we go again, America, um, with in all your genius. Uh, so, they think uh, next time there's a cyber attack, you know, you know, a little nerd in his basement hacking into the the mainframe and all this, um, America's just going to nuke them. They're going to duke nuke them. Um, what? You, first of all, you got to nuke them? You can't go, you can't find them and just go down into their mom's basement and shoot them up or take them or whatever. You got to nuke like a whole country and shit. Okay. Um, there's probably more conventional options, no? I don't know. Hey. Hey. I'm just I'm just recording a podcast. Hey. I'm just a rational human being. Hey. I'm not part of the Trump administration. Um Yeah, so whoa. Um Man, I I was I was scrolling down the uh, the timeline on Instagram the other day and I saw I think it was Offset from the Migos wearing like a like Gucci flip flops and like tights and like a dress and a cape and big old sunglasses and shit and I was like has hip hop always been about fashion or was that something that like Kanye started or you know, did Jay-Z start it with the, I don't know, um, well, not Jay, like the jerseys, but that's more Fab, but Fab still wears jerseys, but he's like the only cat to like still look cool wearing jerseys, but like, if you go back far enough, you've got all types of weird shit in hip hop, so this could just be another, like another phase in, in hip hop, right? So you had like crisscross wearing backwards jeans. Um, I think that was in like the early nineties, maybe Tupac and Ja Rule wearing bandanas. Then you had like, uh, like I said, Fab with the jerseys, Cameron, just pink, everything, pink, mink, pink, you know, cashmere, pink velour, pink velour sweatsuit. 
Um, then like, you know, Kanye went the whole homeless look. You got the Migos, Gucci, Versace looking crazy. And then you got ASAP mob with like the Pyrex kind of shit. But they like, they, and like, they kind of like bounce around. They got the grills. There you go. Or, and then you got all the down South dudes with the grills and all this. We had the baggy jeans and we went to tight jeans. We had, um, you know, the baggy polos. And now it's all like, well, polos, polos ain't fly now. Um, but yeah, that had me thinking because Migos is in the news a lot because one of them, is it Offset? Maybe. I don't know. One of them is dating, um, oh shit. Cardi B. One of them is engaged to Cardi B. Check this out. Okay. So... I think it was Offset. I might be wrong though, but but he two. I think two sex tapes have come out since they've been engaged, and they're still together, right? Um, and Cardi B said, "Like, what do I do? I just start all over again, go find another man to cheat on me." And so she's sticking with him. And I'm like, "Do you have any self-respect at all?" What are you talking about? You're just going to just let that happen. Okay. Hey, Cardi, you're a stronger man than I am. Because that shit, that shit ain't going to fly. Um, and so, you know, instead of just apologizing and talking it out, I guess Offset went and got a Cardi B face tatted on his neck. On his neck. What? His neck. So, look at, look at what you have to do for reparations. You have to get them tatted on your neck, fellas. So, just fucking chill. Mm, fruit smoothie. Um, so, tatted on the neck. Listen. Listen, there's also micro cheating, which they say is like any type of you putting girls in your phone under under a code name or um, you're downplaying your relationship. Oh, no, 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 no. That's just a friend from work. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, you have you got private jokes with them. You haven't, you know, you, you, you're sitting on the couch next to Boo Boo watching, you know, friends. And, you know, you're on your computer DMing, DMing shorty from, uh, from the bar. And she looks over and you shut your laptop mad quick. This is all micro cheating, they say. Anything that you feel needs to be a secret. Anytime you ask yourself, am I cheating? And you're not sure about it. You're probably not cheating, but you're probably micro cheating. Hmm. Um, Hey, guess what? I'm not going to get into all my Instagram and shit and all the hatred that I have for that shit, but... Just know it's ruining relationships and people is getting bitches tatted on their neck. Just saying. What what do you think about um like sexting or sexual texting? This flirt this flirting through technology 
which is all we know how to do as uh, millennials. What is a millennial? Someone born in the year 2000 or later. So what am I? What generation am I? X, Y, Z, Bumblebee, LMNOP. Sexual texts. It's like, um, it's too much for me, man. It's, it's a massive force, especially if like, you're not, you're not even, um, you're not even trying, like you're just trying to have a conversation. You say something that could be, you know how, if we say something that's a little bit suspect and so we say no Bruno, it's like something that you could twist to make sexual, but you clearly didn't intend it to be, but they like try and force it. So you're like, um, Oh, what are you having for lunch? Oh, you know, I was just, I'm at this Italian joint having some breadsticks. Oh, breadsticks, sneaky face. Like, fuck, man. Now what? Now what? Let me tell you, I'm not, I'm not writing back to that. I can't write back to that. Bro, that shit is, that shit is, um, that's such a force and I just don't have the energy, you know? What about like super aggressive shit though? Like out of the blue. Like you're you're at the gym like you know, getting a getting a quick workout in, you get a little text. Hey, what's up? What are you doing? Oh, I'm just at the gym. First of all, if you're texting at the gym, you're not working. So um no respect. And if you're taking pictures of yourself and videos of yourself, same thing. And um, hey, guess what? Uh I'm not going to congratulate you when you post it. I'm not going to tell you how dedicated you are and well done and all this. Just fucking work out and get the fuck out like the rest of us. Try and get props in there. But like, you're like, oh yeah, I'm just on the bike getting a bit of a sweat up. Oh yeah, I'd like to get you all sweaty. I'd like to do, whoa, chill the fuck out. That's the last thing I'm thinking about right now. You know, I'm just trying to, just trying to ride this bike. Oh, ride the bike. Oh yeah, I'd like to ride you. What? What? Sexual harassment, man. I'm just trying to work out. Sexual harassment. How's this, all this Aziz Ansari stuff? First off, this, this is all come out from this publication, Babe. Um, if you guys don't remember like Girlfriend magazine and you know, all this trash, Cosmo and, uh, is it Vogue? I don't know. All these magazines, everything is unsourced, just like the podcast. So much love to all, all these publications, but it's all unsourced. Anyone can just go and put a story in there. Yes. The text, she has screenshots of all the text, whatever, but the account of the night wasn't, it's still just her word, but even Aziz was like, yeah, well, that's what happened, I guess. But I guess she took it a different way to me. He texted her the next day. Here, I'll explain the whole story. Homeboy takes Shorty out for dinner. They, you know, hey, should we get out of here? Yeah, you want to come back to my apartment? Yeah, so he takes her back to his apartment and they start, you know, they start fooling around, having a bit of wine, all this. And... You know, eventually she goes down on him. Oh, Lord. He goes down on her. Oh, Lord. 
right? And he's like, um, he grabs a condom, right? He, gra- he grabs a titty, then he grabs a condom. And he says to her, and this is hilarious because this is, this is printed in this babe publication, right? And I quote, where do you want me to fuck you? Which is <laughs> mad funny because if you know Aziz Ansari's voice, he's got like this little voice and it would have been like, where do you want me to fuck you? <laughs> Which is where I think the turning point was where she was like, oh, you know what? Actually, um, not feeling it, right? Um, and so she says that he was ignoring her nonverbal cues. First of all, no, you know what? Never mind. But how about, um, how about like she said that he started sticking his fingers down her throat? I don't know if I've been um, missing something here. But I don't think I've ever done that to a woman that wasn't dying, you know? Someone's choking, you got to get the fucking, you know, the bacon bit from the back of her throat so she can breathe again, you know? What's he putting his hand in her mouth for? I get the whole sucking fingers thing or whatever, but she said his fingers was at the back of her throat. That sounds like when you brush your teeth too hard or like... Like, you know, you're cleaning your tongue or something and you put the um, toothbrush all the way up the back of your throat and you gag. No, Bruno. Okay. What the fuck's going on? Like, what's Aziz doing? Is that his, is that his jam? Anyway. So she ended up leaving eventually. She said nothing on the night. She just, you know, non-verbally was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go home. And he let her go, you know? Okay, well, I'll catch up soon. Text her the next day like, hey, I had fun last night. And she goes, oh, you had fun, did you? Because that wasn't really fun for me. And he's like, oh, I'm concerned and upset to hear that, you know. He's a little sensitive little man. He, like, disses people about sex and misconduct in his, like, stand-up and shit. Because he's like, he's like, why would you be, like, so aggressive to a woman? Like, you know, blah, blah. So he's, like, sensitive little man and... And then she she turns around and says this in the text and then bang, goes and releases this shit, right? And what I, like she never said no. And then I, oh God, here we go. You know, they're all like, you know, we shouldn't have to say no. We shouldn't have to kick anyone in the nuts. We shouldn't have to just leave. We have the right to be in an apartment without having to have sex. All right, but you have kissed him. You have blown him. You have let him eat you out. All right? So those nonverbal cues suggest otherwise. Okay? This is only one opinion. And, um, right? And then, and you never said like, you know, no, no, until, you know, until he was like, hmm, where do you want me to fuck him? You know? Of course she didn't want to fuck after you said that in your tiny little voice, Aziz. You need to be as silent as possible whenever you're in that situation, Aziz. It's not a sexy voice, man. You know what's sexy about you, Aziz? You, you were on TV. 
You're on TV. You got money. Shut your fucking mouth. Hmm. Where do you want me to fuck you? Come on, Aziz. Relax. So, anyway, a few years ago, Aziz released a book called Modern Romance, and it's all about like texting and like the way we, you know, woo. Um. Our potential, our next potential fucking, I guess we'll call them victims these days. That's a joke, everybody. Relax. How we will, uh, you know, how we caught our next lady or our next man, you know? How about don't take any fucking advice from that book, anybody? Because this motherfucker is in trouble. I don't think you should be personally. I don't think, like, this... The, what this girl has done has taken away the severity and the seriousness of all of the shit that's actually going on at the moment with people actually following through with shit that's not consent or like, you know, forcing people to do shit, right? She, she, she's taken away from that, this whole Me Too and uh, Time's Up movement. I feel like she's, um, she has taken away um from the cause a little bit there with this uh, hey i'm sure it's not false that she didn't want to have sex but i wouldn't call this sexual misconduct um from what i read i wasn't there okay i wasn't there and i don't think anyone should be fucking you know touching anybody's tonsils with their fingers i think that's weird but like like what is um what is that what like like you're you're listening to about like all this wild shit about Harvey Weinstein and all this um you know Kevin Spacey <laughs> Kevin Spacey check this out so now he's not only a gay um sexual predator right he's also a racist <laughs> So, apparently on the set of whatever that fucking TV show is called, Homeland or something? No. House of Cards. House of Cards. Right? He's on. He's in his trailer. And I don't know who he was talking to. Because, you know, this is all unsourced. Hashtag unsourced. So, he's, he's in the trailer. And um, someone... Someone hears him saying, I don't want all these niggas around my trailer. <laughs> Kevin, it's over for you, bro. Uh, I used to support you, but all this shit coming out, only needed to see one movie to believe that all of this shit is true. You can, you're, not, you're not that good at acting, motherfucker. It's all real life. Every time you act, you play a version of yourself. You're not somebody else. Despite what Daniel Day-Lewis thinks. Um, uh, the one with the plastic bag. American Beauty. American Beauty. That motherfucker was sick in that movie. And you're sick in real life, Kevin. And it's a wrap for you. And I, I, I hadn't watched House of Cards. It was on my list. And guess what? It's off my list like the motherfucker from Billy Madison. Lipstick. House of Cards. You're gone. Okay. <sighs> um, shit. I guess while I'm on actors, last time, last episode, I talked about Oprah, Golden Globes, 
um, sh- that took away from something that I do need to discuss. It's important. Actors um, in their acceptance speeches taking themselves, oh man, so seriously. Um, so you're just going to cry? So you're just going to cry. You're going to go up there and you're going to you're going to talk about how hard you worked and all this and you're going to cry. Motherfucker, you are on Easy Street. How much did you get for that movie? Oh, $65 million. No. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. $65 million. Do you know how much time it takes me to earn that in my life because I don't because I can't even do the math shut the fuck up stop crying it was so hard and so much work to get here and I'd like to thank my family and God and Jesus Christ shut the fuck up crying I'll listen to you talk about you know time's up you know the environment you know RSPCA, whatever the fuck is your cause, go up there, but don't fucking start crying about how hard it's been. You're a human being. Everyone's had it hard at some point. No, Bruno. Don't text me. Easy street, man. Crying on TV to the rest of us working nine to fives for, you know, whatever. Not 65 million, not 1 million. Perspective. You motherfuckers. Man. I was driving. Oh, man. Um, let's go to sports real quick. Um, in the last seven days there has been a bunch of NBA beef and I want to know what the fuck is going on in the league is a roid rage no because LeBron hasn't been in any beef apart from his little Kyrie tiff and his beef's so weak that it's not Roy rage but you got Chris Paul right he I think I think it might have been against the Clippers right Houston versus the Clippers in LA, I think. After the game, apparently him, like Chris Paul, Gerald Green and Trevor Ariza wanted to fight Austin Rivers. So they went under in these, because Chris Paul used to play for LA, so he knows the, the stadium, right? So they go through these tunnels to the locker room, like they're gonna fight the motherfucker in the locker room. Um... And in front of his dad, Doc Rivers is like the fucking coach or GM or some shit over there, unsourced. And you think, you think you're going to fight in the locker room in front of his dad? Your posture looks crazy, dude. Stand up. You look, you look like you're using a walking frame, bro. You look like you got kicked in the nuts. Man. Stand up. Um. They won't.
wasn't gonna do nothing. It's just all for show and media and all. Like you're so. Oh man, you're so lame. I've never been a Chris Paul fan, and now I'm just like, like I can't even believe this guy. Then we had we had another fight, which was Simmons and Lowry. I don't know if it was a fight. I don't really know what happened, um, but I know it was a, it resulted in a double ejection. And then when Lowry was questioned about it later in the week or whatever, or after the game, he said, I guess he thinks he's somebody. Uh, yes. Maybe the rookie of the year. Maybe like top 10 in fucking um, jersey sales. Maybe that, Kyle. Much love to Kyle Lowry, though, and much love to Ben Simmons. But none of you are about that life. And let's move on to Aaron Aflalo versus some Euro guy. I don't even... Bajoyka or some shit. I don't know. But I don't even know what happened. I saw a little clip. He went for a huge swing. Didn't connect. If he did, it was over for Badge Catch or whatever his name is. Huge swing. Huge miss. A swing and a miss. And um, wound up in a strong-ass Euro headlock. Strong-ass, quick-ass Euro headlock. I don't even know who that is. like Magic versus Minnesota, I think. So I don't know if he got told to do this because no one was going to watch the game. So like Aaron Silver was like, Adam Silver was like, hey, you should try and fight some big Euro today. I don't know what happened, but Aaron Aflalo, um, with a swing like that, you are about that life. Um, and you can join Sergio Barker and James Johnson in, uh, um, in the respected NBA players, um, who, when they step to you, maybe take a quick step back. Um, yeah. Um, so I know I'll go straight into the, um, that's the end of sports, by the way. There's not a lot going on. Oh, the NFL. Shit. Jacksonville? Okay. Uh, stay tuned, guys, for uh, who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, I think it might be Jacksonville and um, uh, the Patriots. I don't know what the matchups are this week, um, but... I don't, I think it could be Jacksonville Patriots and then, you know, Patriots for the win. Is a plug and play offense and defense? Um, I don't know. And what's with the coach? What's his name? Bill Belichick? They're talking about him leaving and going to the Giants. Is this, is this true? Or is this all unsourced? Unsourced only. Unsourced only. Uh, this podcast, but, um, people running around my house like it's a goddamn play area um yeah but so so we'll we'll get back to you on the uh the nfl but uh oh here we go mm. Mm. fruit smoothie all right um last night something fucking hilarious happened to me um oh i live under this fucking airport man and these planes i swear to god they scrape my house it's so loud ruining the party 
that's sourced. I've got my makeshift, um, uh, like, um, shit. Man, I think I've got dementia. I don't remember words. I don't remember Daniel, man. Anyway. Um, oh, for the layman, Daniel means nothing. So, here it goes. This is the evolution of the slang. Nothing. Nathan. Nathaniel. Daniel. I don't know Daniel. Right? So... There's a little, little bonics lesson for the layman's. Um, yeah, so this funny shit happened to me right last night. It's my girlfriend's sister's birthday. We go out for family dinner. Man, this is funny because this is going to be the first episode she listens to as well. Her boyfriend, right? We were at this Italian restaurant. Wasn't great. My my meal was nice. There was a couple nice meals, but there was a couple complaints around the table, right? The birthday girl's boyfriend being one of them, and he's uh, <laughs> he's telling my girlfriend, right? It needs it needs a bit more, a bit more, you know, uh, it needs about twenty percent more acidity. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm about to choke on my uh, snapper. Uh, and let's not keep, let's not turn that to R-rated. It's a snapper. I'm talking about the fish, not the, uh, not the box there. But, um, right. So, uh, he, he says it needs 20% more acidity. He keeps going, needs some, and he's like, you know, a bit of like some, you know, needs, needs maybe some lemon, maybe some, uh, uh, tomato. Maybe. Yeah. It's just right. Waiter comes back to the table. How's everyone going? He starts ordering ingredients. <laughs> he says, "Yeah, I need um, I need some olive oil. I need some olive oil infused with chili. I need some lemon. I need them all to come out separately." <laughs> okay. <laughs> all this shit comes out. He's like making a meal at the table. He he may as well have been like, "Okay, I need a fry pan. I need a hot plate. I need." three tea towels i need uh some garlic uh i need i need a wooden spoon i need a a hot sharp knife i need a rolling pin and i need a chopping board i need some flour i need some water man he's just making his own meal at the table chili infused olive oil bruh What are you doing, man? <laughs> it's a restaurant, bro. You just eat what you're giving. You get the fuck out. If you don't like it, you don't like it. You don't start cooking at the table, man. <laughs> right? So, he does this. He does this. Oh, that's better. That's better. Mm. Yeah. Oh, right? And then, and then, uh, dude comes back. The waiter comes back. And he's like, oh, how is it? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, great. I just couple of suggestions um maybe uh instead of chickpeas uh uh some some white beans like some cannelloni beans like a bit sweeter um and uh and yeah just a bit of bit of acidity to um diffuse the i don't know what the fuck he said 
but it was hilarious. The audacity on this motherfucker to start giving uh, <laughs> advice to the chef and shit, man. I was dying. I was trying so hard not to laugh, man. That was mad funny. And then check this out. On the on the opposite end of the scale, there's a person at the table who doesn't eat a fucking thing. Doesn't even order. She's just there. I had a big lunch. What? But you knew dinner was on, right? <laughs> you knew dinner was on, right? But you had a big lunch and now you're just at the table with with a with a lemon lime bitters. <laughs> Man, it was wild out there. It was wild out there. I didn't know what to do, man. And then I'm driving home, okay? Driving home, laughing about this. Laughing my fucking ass off. Because that's funny. It's all funny. It's all mad funny. No offense to anyone. It's mad funny, right? So I'm laughing on the way home. And as if the whole thing wasn't a joke enough. There's still Christmas lights up. I know this, the podcast is timeless, but this was January 20th. Okay. Christmas lights was still up. Just leave them up, dude. Leave them shits up, B. It's almost Christmas already. This year is moving and your Christmas lights ain't down yet. Leave them up, B. Leave them shits up. Man. Um, man, all right. Um, but that's what do you think though? When should Christmas lights come down? So you put them up, right? You put them up, let's say, say at earliest, unless you're a retail store, you put your shits up at like April. But if you're a house, you put your shits up like you know, I don't even want to say this, I was going to say mid November, like if you're real, if your shit is on point. And like people's gonna travel to see him, you can put them shits up mid November. If you're just a normal house, you're just gonna have like string of lights across the gutter. December first, and you're gonna take them shits down uh, January third. Give you a couple of days to uh, get over the hangover from New Year's. January third, lights down is January twentieth. You're three weeks late. Get them shits. Well, no, it's leave them shits up then. That's part of the that's part of the furniture. That's part of the architecture now. That's part of the design. If you're gonna leave them shits up for three weeks after New Year's, it's a wrap. It's over, B. I don't know what you guys think, but them shits have to be down. <sighs> Man, let's get into poor posture of the week. Poor posture of the week. Listen, in California, USA, these two cats have 13 kids, I believe, and they've been, they range from the ages of 2 to 29, okay? Um, they've imprisoned their kids or something. Right? So, so like they've been charged with child endangerment and torture, right? A seven, 
um, a 17-year-old girl, one of the kids, managed to escape, right? And uh, she told the cops uh, that her 12 brothers and sisters were being held captive by their parents, okay? So the cops go to the house and discover these 12 kids locked inside their home. Some of them in chains and starving. Okay? Um. What? Lock them up. Lock them up. One of them was 10 years old. Uh, weighed 59 pounds. 59 pounds, man. You, the kid would have been emaciated. You know? Um. I'm going to name these cats. I'm going to name these cats, these, these parents, these so-called parents. Um, uh, David Allen Turpin, T-U-R-P-I-N, and Louise Anna Turpin, whose middle names is also too close together. They probably related. They probably had the same last name before they got married. You know? They, they shackled their kids to their beds. In, in dark and foul-smelling surroundings. Oh my God, I feel like I can taste it. Man. Man, that's horrific, man. This is what happens. They leave me flummoxed. I've got no words for this shit. That's torture, man. And like some of them, because there were there was thirteen of them, there's years between them, right? Um, so, so some of them was adults, like biologically, but they looked so small. the The cops didn't realize that they was all that some of them was adults. And they're saying that there's no sign that the parents are mentally ill. How about, how's this for a sign? They locked up 13 kids. How's that for a fucking sign? Yes, they're mentally ill, but that doesn't, that, I don't give a fuck. Lock them up. Lock them up. These cats are sick. They cannot be outdoors. Fuck that. Their bail's $9 million. You know what makes me sad? There's some sick fucks out there with $9 million. Man. There's, um, there's more to this story, but I clearly didn't read it. But I think there was a neighbor, right, who said that the blinds... The blinds sometimes were open and he would see the kids just marching around in circles. What? That's disturbing, son. You didn't call the cops when you saw 13 kids marching around in circles? Routinely? That's a horror movie, B. Call somebody. The fuck's wrong with you? You're going to wait until it's all solved before you start fucking bringing information. What's wrong with you, son? You're a sick fuck too, neighbor. Man. Poor posture of the week. These cats, these cats make Chris Paul look like he's standing chest first, you know?
These cats posture so bad they look like they stuck inside of a barrel, rolling. These cats posture so bad is like someone just told them to bend over and touch their toes. You know? Man. That's wild, man. I don't even... um. I guess this happened like last Sunday, like a week ago. You know? That's foul, bro. That's foul. And then they said, there's no signs, there's no signs that the couple was mentally ill. Um, B. Come on. They locked 13, first of all, they had 13 kids. You gotta be crazy. And then you locked them up. I understand kids are annoying, man. First of all, some of these shits was adults. So, I like, why are you locking them up? You need to be locked up. Lock them up, man. That's it. We're out. This is, this is, um, this is welcome to the party. Um, you know, reach out to us at welcome to the party at gmail.com or at it's time to party on Twitter. Um, international he will be back again very soon. I had a dream as well that I reached out to a special guest. Um, and he laughed in my face and didn't come on the show. So I'm going to reach out to him in real life and, um, see if the motherfucker comes on the show. Um, but, uh, you guys, you guys should like him. Got some good questions for him. Seems like an interesting cat. Um, but, uh, welcome to the party. Uh, thanks for listening. And, uh, don't forget to share this, retweet it, you know, rate it, review it, rate it five stars only, five stars only. We're trying to make big moves. All right, big moves. Five stars only. Give us a nice little review there, and um, yeah, share it. Tell your friends. Tell a friend to tell a friend. All right, and uh, reach out to um, to International Tay at the T H E Uno U N O Cinco C I N C O on Twitter, and uh, at Claytron underscore. That's mine on Twitter, but uh, if you got any poor posture of the week or listen to this fuck shit, email us or um, or hit us on Twitter and and we will look into it, bring and uh, bring them up on the show. Um, I think that's I think that's all I had to talk about today. Um, but uh, I'll see you again next week. Peace. Baby,